Hard Knock Media presents Occupy Me, a new science fiction thriller. Oh, man, the world's gonna end, isn't it? Yes, but I would also like to say, the world ending is not the end of the world. Let me rephrase. Occupy Me is a new science fiction audio drama involving an alien invasion, psychic body snatching, and bizarre love triangles. Christina, for real, only if it's an emergency. <sighs> Roxanne, when is it not an emergency? To listen and subscribe to Occupy Me, find us at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and head to thenerdsofcolor.org for the latest updates. It's time for Who Watch? Time and Relative Blackness in Space. everyone, it's Connie and Robin coming to you live from the Time Vortex. Today we're discussing episode 1 and 2 of Doctor Who Season 12, Spyfall, Parts 1 and 2. In this episode, the Doctor has had an upgrade. Yaz and Ryan look great in suits and oh, my, my. Oh, my, my, the master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um... As a, a reminder for our friendly listeners that Bayana has uh, she has, has excused herself ship. from the narrative <laughs> from from the Tarbis narrative from this narrative, um, you know, because the BGC content calendar and like you know our each our own individual <laughs> content calendars be wildin'. So um, she's uh, stepping off for this one, but we will include her thoughts. <laughs> As we get them, yeah. and we'll find well, a way to work back in. Apparently, now we we've um. been watching together, or we will probably be watching the episodes together. Um, hilariously enough, when the episode, like, when we were like deciding whether or not we we're gonna watch it, because you know, thank God the BBC has finally got it together, BBC America, and so they, the East Coast West Coast times don't are the same. And she's like, oh, we could just watch it now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I was not excited to watch Doctor Who again. She was excited to watch Doctor Who again, but she's not excited to podcast, and I'm excited to podcast. <laughs> not that she's not excited <laughs> to podcast, but she's just like, that's just, That's so you know, funny. Too... Yeah, it's something she was like, she had said that yeah. she wasn't going to do, so she didn't have to worry about it. Because I had the same feeling. I was just like, <laughs> do I feel like watching this on time? And I like literally tweeted like, all right. Y'all, tell me if I really need to watch this episode <laughs> right now. <laughs> it was like 7.58. <laughs> I was like, should I? And people were like, no, you definitely need to watch it. I was like, ugh, fine. Because I, I was just being, I wasn't, I can't even say I was being lazy because the remote was right there. Like, I didn't have to get up. I just literally had yeah. to press, like, three buttons and watch it and so then i did that and i was like fine and then at the end i was like yeah, okay fine like, oh, right felt inspired by doctor who. and this, we've talked about this a little bit too it's like our yeah on the doctor who hiatus we were like well let's do the blue ballot box series so we we're doing something and we thought that like it would not be that much it's like one episode a month 
What? It's no big deal. It was like one of my, Whatever. One of my but it wore me down. Lies. It really did. It wore yep. me down. Same. And Same. I was just not ex- right. Those Especially last those few last were few. just like, oh my <laughs> God. And like I just was not that excited about <laughs> Doctor Who. Um and I think also fandom in general has worn me down. And like Star Wars just came uh-huh. out. The discourse. Rolling wild. Like discourse, the discourse, discourse, discourse. I was like, I don't have nothing to give. <laughs> yeah. I don't have, my battery's empty. But then they were like, but, Sasha. But, you know, and I was Sasha like, Dewan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Dewan really just uh, came also, out the though, gate like, hi, do you think I am your purpose? master. Do you think that someone listens to Tarvis and was like, you know what would wreck Robin? <laughs> you know what? Would, you know how we can get her? Because there are certain parts, there are certain parts of episode one where I was just like, "Oh man, this is really dark." It got a little spooky. I was like, "Robin's not gonna <laughs> like this. I might be recording this by myself." And then, and then they like the twist happened, and I was just like, "Oh, I mean, we're out I here." Okay, we're excited. <laughs> just to start off, um, Stephen Fry is in this episode, and I wasn't really paying mm-hmm. it. I, again, I'm like over the discourse, right? So I hadn't been really paying attention. Yeah, right. I didn't know I, I didn't know that Sasha Dewan was going to be in this Whoa. episode. I don't even think I knew he was gonna be in this season. Yeah, it wasn't Yeah. It wasn't announced. I was reading somewhere that they said that they didn't even announce right. him as O. And like, like I, he wasn't I listed. don't know if they you know in like the trailer, because I only want and I only watched the trailer like once. I don't even remember what was in the trailer for the season. I don't think Same. I remember seeing him. Same, me I neither. I feel like I would have remembered seeing him. He wasn't in it. Because his face is very <laughs> memorable. I don't think he was in um, it. But I was excited <laughs> because of Stephen Fry, who is very much my shit. Um, and then we had already some <laughs> Doctor Who discourse because of what, uh, I forgot his name already. Um, yes. Lenny Henry? What he had said, which, you know, he had made points. We can just, can we just agree? He was right. That he made points. Facts only. Um, so, yeah, with Lenny, with Lenny Henry. And I also, I don't even know if I knew that he was going to be in the first episode. So, I don't think I did either. Like, I knew, I was like, clearly he's going to be in it. But, and I don't, you know, I'm sure you know who he not is. Not really, I do, not before the but I, blow up. Okay. Um, but... Comedian, he's also yeah. like a British comedian. Like, there's just this, like all they hire is British comedians who, and they're always like doing serious things. I'm just like interesting. Um, but so I knew he was clearly going to be in it, but I also wasn't expecting him to be in this first episode. Um, but I guess they're also like very being very like they're doling out these announcements. Because a lot of the things that they did announce are, are have already happened. Like they were like Stephen Fry is going to be in it, Lenny Henry is going to be in it, yeah. and then it's already happened. So they might just be taking their time with like announcing who's doing what. Um, so yeah, the master. What were what were your thoughts? So because there, this is two episodes, um, and we don't want to be two hours. We, we're going to try yeah. our best to not take forever. Um, we all, we're going to kind of talk about the episodes like as holistically, whole, you know, just like more uh, holistically rather than like how we usually do it. But so the twist, because I, 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 I'll i be honest, I have no idea what the plot really? 
of these two episodes are. I mean, I saw that I kind of got I got from like, your notes with regard, really, but I like no idea. Yeah, I I'm just like the master's here. He was just wrecking stuff, and then there are these light things. But I don't know how it relates to what okay. Barton wanted. So, do you want me to do a quick summary, or do you want to? Okay, um, because yeah. also what we're talking about, Let's like do that. what I'm saying, that the writers were like, I'm just they listened to Tarbis and they were like, this is gonna be extremely Robin shit. <laughs> we open with dead. Drops, oh no! As soon as there was, yeah, no, and I was like, what yes, I was said that to myself. And she was like, that was a dead drop, and I was like, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> I also had that thought. I was just like, wait, Robin. First, I was like, Robin's going to like this because dead drops. And then it got spooky later. I was just like, oh, Robin might not like this anymore. And then Tasha came out and was just like, oh, good, no, no, we're good, we're good. She's here. <laughs> Robin, Robin remained, remained in the chat. Robin kicks door down into the chat. Um, see, we open with like these three intelligence um, professionals from three different countries getting assassinated through like woo-woo-woo alien circumstances. And then the fam gets picked up by MI6. MI6 is headed by Stephen yep. fucking Fry, who they then kill, how dare they? So Stephen Fry calls in the doctor, is like talking to Graham as if he's the doctor, in which the doctor has to let him know, actually, boop, boop, I am who I says Hello. I am, or who I says I is. Um, <laughs> and we find out that there are military officials are intelligence officers all over the world from different um, countries and different agencies getting picked off by mysterious circumstances, but they're not getting killed. They're getting their DNA rewritten. Um, right. Yeah. They're so like they're getting put in the coma and they're like getting their DNA rewritten. Um, the doctor goes to find this MI6, which MI6 is basically the British CIA. MI6 is, um, extraterrestrial guy, his name is O, and um, they go right. off to figure out who are these people, or who is changing the DNA of these intelligence officials, and they think that it is the leader of this tech conglomerate, think Google, Apple, Amazon, mm -hmm. um, called Vor, and, mm -hmm. um, and so, his name is Daniel Barton, the head leader of it. Um, <clears throat> and so they split up. The doctor and Graham go to O um, in the Australian Outback. Yaz and Ryan go to talk to Daniel Barton. They figure out that um, Daniel Barton is part, his DNA is partially rewritten. Um, he obviously is human because they can like trace his background and he's been around and like, um, he's not like an implant here from, you know, um, he's got a long leisure, which is how you know that a spy is like for real. Um, <clears throat> and then we find out that what Daniel Barton is doing is he's teamed up with O, who is the master, um, and this this alien race, the Kasaians, Kasassians, Kasavin. <laughs> Kasavins. Um, and they're all working together. The Kasavins want to take, like, basically invade Earth. Um, and they're come from a different universe, it seems like. So mm. we got a multiverse situation going on, which is exciting. Um, yeah, it was like spies through time. <laughs> through time and the multiverse. 
I thought they were undoing the multiverse part because it was through time and not the multiverse. Oh, I thought it was, they were still trying to take over their universe. They were just trying to take it over. They're trying to infiltrate in all areas. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that part I don't get. Um, but so anyway, so Daniel Bryan comes up with the technology that allows them to basically use human beings as computer processors. So mm. we become the modems to connect and download. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Is that why they have the little follicle world things? Or we don't yes, know? Yes, I don't really yeah. know. I think that that's, I got Matrix vibes from them, mm. from that area where mm -hmm. they were holding, mm -hmm. uh, where Yaz and the Doctor and Ada Lovelace end up, um, and the Master at one point. Um, but if you remember the Matrix, basically, you be humans are batteries, incubators, and they mm -hmm. are pro and th they are projected into this like mainframe. Fuck. Right. Woo. Now I'm back in Shield. <laughs> um, <laughs> into this framework. Um, but, so that was the plan. The plan was yeah. that Daniel Barton would be able, like he basically, the Kasavians are coming, and he's going to get to hold on to power and his humanity by allowing them. Oh. He's the Peter Pettigrew of the situation. I'm going to give them how, <laughs> I'm going to give them the, the, the tools to do this takeover. And by doing so, by joining them, I get to remain in control of my body and I get to have some like sense of leadership. That's oh, so is like, they're so dumb. I'm, a, I'm just here for chaos. <laughs> uh, like, the master is literally Loki yeah. Yeah. in this, like yeah. Yeah. in the Doctor Who world, but like, now Especially with Sasha's time. face, he's definitely Loki. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's just like he's much more. Mm. I mean, Missy. I think Missy was this too. Like much more charismatic than John Sims' master was. I just. I was not interested in John Sims' master. Me, me neither. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. Missy had a, a lot more like unhinged crazy that was like. Or hinged crazy, I think. It's not unhinged. Oh, she was yeah. Master hinged. Sims is unhinged. Sims was unhinged. Missy was hinged, hinged. crazy yeah. with, like, flawless outfits. Yeah. And Sasha now is we're back to unhinged. Back to unhinged, but, like, more chaos yeah. and the face. Like, you know, like, it just, it works. <laughs> um, so they're all working different angles. Yeah. Basically, Barton's angle is the Kasavians are coming, and I want to have some measure of control when it inevitably happens. Does he survive um, this episode? Because I blinked and don't realize, don't realize I didn't know if he got got or not. Because he deserved to get got. I don't know. I think he got away. He asked, he called for an extraction team. And I think that's the last we mm. saw of him. Okay, okay. So then he um, can also return. Yeah, he can return mm -hmm. later on, I, I believe. Yeah. Um, then... The, the master's whole plan is to, like, basically get the doctor, kill the humans, and then, you know, revel Rubble. in the chaos. chaos. <laughs> and the Kasavian's plan is to be able to infiltrate this universe, take use our bodies as basically the host, um, and take over. Um, so that's the plan. And mm -hmm. then the doctor and the fam spoil that plan by the doctor picking up two new companions, going through <laughs> going through time, and helping the fam in current day survive mm -hmm. because they get, you know, they're on their own. Um, right. But also going and, like, you know, making, you know, doing doctory things to make sure <laughs> that, like, the plan unravels um, in the way that it does. 
Yeah. Is that a good synopsis? Yeah. Okay. That helped. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't want to go too long, but... Um, <clears throat> no, that was good. Yeah. So, so the master is We back. find out at the end of part one yeah. that the master is the master, but I felt like by the first half, when so when we get to meet him, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's O. O is hot. I'm a fan. Um, and then when she, when the doctor asks if he wants to go on the TARDIS to like go find Daniel Barton, I'm like, oh, he's the bad guy. That's <laughs> sure. what I was like. He's the bad. I didn't think he was the master, right? But I was like, oh, he's the bad guy because the way he was like, yes, I definitely want to get on the TARDIS. And then so, his reaction once he got on the TARDIS, I was like, I had Adam vibes from, uh, from season, season one. One, yeah. yeah. I, like, know who that is, but it was funny in the Slack. I think you said that, and then Amani posted a picture of who that was, and I was like, that is not even what I was picturing. Well, because me and Amani got into a fight. We were, think- we were saying the same thing, but Amani said he had Adam face, and I was like, oh, that's whoa, 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 how dare. That's wrong. He got Sasha face, <laughs> which is already a problem. <laughs> Just so you guys know, too, by the way, every for the rest of the season or the rest of the Sasha's run as the master, I'm going... I get so I got so distracted. I had to rewatch <laughs> like whole chunks of part two. Oh, I um. I, so in part one, I had the um, Chris Evans sweater problem. Oh. I was just like, I know he's. Everyone's saying he's the bad guy. He's probably the bad guy. But look at him. Look at him. He was so like puffy. And I was distracted, and I was like, like, the veil, the veil over it, and I was just like, no, I I know you guys are probably right, but like, look at (laughs) And not even just like in attractiveness, it was just like- sometimes makes points. Right, he was nice. (laughs) He was so nice, and like, he was a fan of the doctor, and like, he was excited to be on the TARDIS, and like, I again, I see it. I know that like, that was like an evil glimmer in his eye, when he was so excited to get on the TARDIS, but also he was just excited to be on the TARDIS. <laughs> so I had Chris Evans sweater problems from Knives Out and I was just like, listen, you don't cast someone like this and they're not the bad guy, but also what if he's not the bad guy? And then he was the bad guy. <laughs> but then he was like really the bad, the big bad guy. He was the big, well that was the thing too. The biggest like, bad guy. I'm fine with him being the bad guy of the episode. <laughs> But then I was like, oh, but you're going to make him, like, a serial killer sociopathic murderer with that face, though. Yeah. And I don't watch you, because you know me. I don't do scary right. shit at all. No. But I have been, like, you know, the discourse. The discourse, And, of like, course. even, uh, what's his name? Paige Bagley, the guy who plays... Pen. Pen. <laughs> yeah. Paige. Um, even he is, like, on Twitter being, like, y'all are wild, and I know it's because I'm, like, aesthetically pleasing to you, but, like, I'm also right. playing a murderer, so calm down, like, keep yeah, it in your pants. like, I already know that the show is about <laughs> the lengths you'll go for, like, an evil white dude. Right. And I'm, like, and yeah, it's just I it's get really... that with your face, but with Sasha's <laughs> face. It's really annoying because. Ready to throw it all away. As you, it all. As you mentioned, um, Rise of Skywalker just dropped. And, like, I guess spoiler alert, but, like, I mean, it's not really a spoiler alert in the sense that, like, people really like Adam Driver. Yeah, and like, Ben Demption. And, like, Ben Demption and, like, the even just the idea of it is something people have wanted a really long time. And I'm just like, no, he is a murderer. He killed Han he Solo. Killed his father. 
and like helped assisted no in the reason. genocide and assisted in the genocide of thousands of like millions on like yeah. several planets. So no Ben Demption, but right. the master as Sasha. Mm, well, I, I mean, uh, Missy, listen, guys, Missy was having a breakthrough. We don't know at which point right. we don't know which the one. master comes after. We don't know what place in the master's timeline he is. So it right. could be like he just needs, you know, um, the, the big reveal sort of is that uh, the master returns at some point. We still don't know how um, and made it to Gallifrey and has learned some very disturbing information about the Time Lords and got so mad that he like raised the entire planet to the ground. Right, and the so he's going through some things. Right. It might and have so snapped like, all the good work, but that doesn't mean you can't piece it back together. Right, you could just like reel it back, you know? Mm -hmm. Just like they're gonna have a heart to heart, a hearts to heart. Two steps forward, one step back, or one, what is that, you know? One of those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so like, you know, let's just hope that no Raylos or Ben Demption fans are listening to this podcast <laughs> and my hypocrisy. <laughs> So Nicole, um, aka Black Tardis, did um, said this tweet about like the same thing, and she was like, "Listen, I'm gonna just sit here in my hypocrisy." But I, <laughs> I've decided that when he's on the screen, he's the master, and that's bad. But all the extras and behind the scenes, and Sasha's gonna take you through the master's timeline. Like I. Listen, I was on his Instagram the his night Instagram the episode aired, and and guys. I don't know if you know this about me. Mental health, big deal. He's raising money for he mental is. health he as is. he's playing the master who deals with, you know, I'm not that kind, like, that's not my struggle, you know? Murderous raging is mm -hmm. not something I personally deal with. And it's also not the, the campaign, just to but, be clear. No, no, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a mental health advocate. He, you know, has invisible illnesses that he talks about very openly. He seems like a righteous dude. And and so, yes, the master, you can, yes. Sasha, though? He's definitely, I mean, props to Missy, but the hottest I, master. Listen, I said, hottest master. when we were talking about who should be the next um, doctor, I was like, Richard Ayawadi always, or right. Raza Jaffrey. Right, and I didn't that know Raza who Sasha Jaffrey. was at the time. <laughs> yeah. But... What if Richard Ayoade plays the master at some point? Well, then he would be great as the master. <laughs> He's like so neurotic uh -huh. in a way that like I couldn't, like it would be a completely different master. Sure. But it would be hilarious. <laughs> like he would um, be good at it. Um, yeah. So, so I just, you know, listen, there's still a lot we don't know about how the master got here in his journey and what, iteration of him so there might there could be a mass dimension nope <laughs> that's not it no it's not it it's fine it's fine it's fine um a, a lovely thing in part one was that this uh episode was dedicated to the quote-unquote masterful terrence dicks who died earlier or sometime last year um but it's cool just also because he was the first he wrote the was the script editor for the first like the master's first story whenever that aired. So it was sort of like a nice little loop um, yeah. and dedication. Um, so the gang, our fam is back. Um, Yaz is back. Yaz He's, is back. We see little little snippets of all of them. So we didn't really get too much 
um, about, we didn't really get too much new things about each character, um, just sort of like a recap of who they are so that people just tuning in or who forgot who they are or, you know, the people who don't like them but still watch the show anyway because they're stupid. Um, <laughs> get a, get <laughs> like a... <laughs> um, get the like a recap of who these guys are so Yaz you know is you know with her family her sister has a crush on Ryan and Ryan I think is interested is interested and that is interesting because like it seemed like they were tr- early last season not really towards the end of it but early last season it was just like ooh Ryan and Yaz is that a thing and then obviously the fandom has gone a whole different direction with Yaz so they may be uh, you know course correcting that into a like sibling relationship um, yeah. especially by like having Ryan be interested in her sister um, I also feel like they were setting seeds for and I don't know how I feel about this again because of the Star Wars thing about like letting fandom inform too much of where you're going. Mm-hmm. And maybe they were going that way anyway. Right. It's hard um, to tell. But they did seem to be stronger seeds to Yaz being queer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I felt like they were laying it on a little bit more. Like Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. Just, like, the way that she doesn't talk about certain things. I don't know. Just the, her, like, and her like, hesitance to talk with her family. The way that yeah. she talks to them felt very, like... But I also was probably just reading into it because I'm like, this is something that they're going to do, right? It's probably... Yeah. And also because I feel like O was, like... Yes. Flirting, and she was just, yes. like... Huh? Very, like, blinders on about but, it. Again, when we when he was just O, and we didn't know who he was, he yeah. had that face, and he was very smart. So I feel she's like not, if you, she's not blind, right? And I feel like and if she you, could be bi, right? She could be, but she felt she felt very uninterested in a way that I was like, I mean, you would have the conversation. <laughs> I am not like I may talk like a good game, like I'm boy crazy or whatever. I'm not. Um, and I'm usually like, if someone like approaches me, I'm like, yikes, no, thank you. Same, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, please but don't if do Sasha this. Approach me. I mean, I would, I would, I would also be like, yikes, please don't talk to me. But the opposite reason, <laughs> I like, I would <laughs> like, I can't do this right now. I have to go. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I might run away, but I would think right. I would, I would be thinking about it afterwards. I'd yeah, like, you'd you still be me? like looking in the corner from the opposite side I'd of the room, be, like, like texting Connie, like Connie, did you? I, I, am I, I tripping? I peeped because I peeped. Cause it, well, should I? I mean, I don't you want should. to. That sounds I would awful, hype you. I would I... hype you up. I would absolutely hype you up. Anyway, we should move on. <laughs> this but is what this year of Tarvis is gonna be like. And I'm sorry. Bayana has gone, and the master has arrived, and it's just gonna be off the rails. It's a problem. I feel like I've said this numerous times. In the past, we've only, it's two episodes in, and I'm like, this is going to be an ongoing problem. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's the fine. fans will be problematic with this. They will be more <laughs> problematic than us, I'm sure. I'm and sure. And we may have to rein some of you in. I already know. It's fine. Keep it PG. Marquita's Mar- <laughs> trying to be wholesome, so we'll see how that, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, everyone's trying to be wholesome, so we'll see. Um, anyway, so Yaz and her family um, are thriving out here. Um, she's still in her, uh, 
police probationary probationary period. period. She's a pro- yeah, but she's also it's also interesting because we get to see as we're re meeting them, we get to see the like they've been traveling now for a bit, yeah. and we get to see the lies or the excuses that they've set up to which like. I'm like Explain, yes. which is weird for Yaz because I'm like, your mom met her. Right. Um, but also I'm just like, so are we ditching the idea that the doctor tries to get them back on time? On time, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know what? I can't guarantee anything, so just tell them a lie. I can't guarantee I'll get you back Maybe the next also day. because there's three of them and that's yeah. just a lot of coordinating. Yeah. It's, just a, it's like, that's too much logistical yeah just like say you're going but it's still a time it's a time machine i mean you drop one off and then you go back you drop the other one off i don't know yeah she drops them off at the same place (laughs) right she's a woman now so she's like let's just be let's think rationally (laughs) right not i'm not superman Um, (laughs) yeah so like yaz's um travel excuse is that she's getting what did they call it a tap um, on the shoulder. Well, no, the his, her boss thinks the tap on the shoulder. Uh, they call it like, um, receivements or something. I forget what they called oh, it. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I don't remember either. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But so that makes like her, her boss think that she's going like getting tapped on the shoulder to do undercover work. Mm-hmm. Her mom is asking about it. Like, how many excused? excuse it excuse is or whatever can you mm-hmm. get it's like the her mom says this is the third one and then her boss says this is the fourth one right she's um, like keeping some from her mom yeah um and that's probably like the sixth one in reality <laughs> um but so that's like Yaz's. you know she's like it's okay it's you know it's fine it's fine yes. i'll be back before you know it type of deal <laughs> Yes, also kind of goes through the most with the the big bad of the episode. Um, she yes. at one point gets like sucked up into the unknown, um, and it was really traumatic, very clearly traumatic for her, um, which is interesting because obviously the doctor takes it better, and then the master's like super mad about it later, and Ada Lovelace is like in and out of this like thing, like this void world, um, but. It really shook Yaz in a way that, like, she's, like, don't want to talk about it. She's crying. She's reticent with Ryan about it. And by the end of the episode, it's sort of like Yaz survived because she and the doctor and I guess any of the other any of the other companions would have also survived because they confused the the Kasavin because of their time traveling. Artron energy was brought up again. Um, Artron energy. But I'm I'm curious. It just seems like she went through a lot more than we saw. So yeah. I'm curious what it is that she experienced or went through because it seems like it had to have been more than what she said. Yeah, and she seemed much more shaken by mm-hmm. it than even the I mean obviously the doctor is the doctor and like has seen a lot of stuff and like the um the master 
seemed a little shaken, but he was in yeah. a whole different situation when he got sucked up in there. <laughs> um, and Ada's been there a few times, so we don't know what her first time was. Right. But it seemed to have, like, really affected Yaz. Mm-hmm. And she tells Ryan, and I think also a thing that I want to mention is, like, we don't, you know, obviously Ryan Yaz shipping is not probably going to happen, but the tugboat is alive and well. <laughs> I um, do enjoy the the way that they're developing their relationship. Whichever way it's going to go, it's very nice. Like, she got sucked up and she came back and he was just like, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. I was just like, "Oh." Yeah. And he was, like, apologizing because they were together mm-hmm. when she got sucked up yeah. and he felt... He got out. And he yeah, had... like, not responsible, but he felt like he, yeah. like, left her and he shouldn't have. And, um, yeah. But I mean, he really like Ryan. What the were only other do? option was to be sucked up sucked with up. her. <laughs> yeah, like, like you... he left, and he. I was just like, "Dang, you just gonna leave her?" But then I was like, "Yeah, what else you gonna but do?" Also, like he you did... gotta go get the doctor. Yeah, and like she literally did. disappeared, yeah. like into the ball. Like the only where he could have gone was into the mm-hmm. alien as well. So it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He did so, what like, he was supposed to do. It's not like it was like, yeah, she like got, she was on a ship, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. know why I keep bringing up other properties, but you know, (laughs) Infinity War, where like Dr. Strange is on a spaceship and you're like, I'll get on the spaceship and I'll figure something else out. I was like, no, you're going in the alien, (laughs) like, or you're not. I just feel like like not was the only. (laughs) Not was the only option. It was the only option. Um, Um, So yeah, I'm interested in seeing how they develop that. I hope they, it's not something that they drop because again, I you know as we've been saying and everyone's has said like last season was very much Ryan and Graham, and it's Yaz's turn, and so I feel like she this is leading to her you know some you know increased emotional development and growth for her. So I'm excited yeah. to see what they bring to that. For sure, and I think that like. Um, I saw, because, you know, I only really pay attention when we get ready to record this, that she was the only character of the fam that was, like, added to the audio plays, dramas, and stuff, and she's in, like... So, like, I think that they are cognizant of... um, Yeah, it says, three season 11 tie-in novels were announced, all of which feature Yaz. Mm. Um, And she's depicted on the cover of one of them. So I think that they, like, do have a deeper sense of who this character is, and they hopefully Mm -hmm. are going to show it more than they did um, season 11. Um, Yeah, so then we see Graham, reminded about Graham's cancer, and this is, like, a thing that, like, literally bothered me in that scene, Uh was the doctor is like we're the opening scene of meeting Graham. I don't think it's not the opening scene of the episode, but right. like Graham's first introductory scene and the doctor is like he's at he's getting his checkup or whatever and the doctor's talking to him, asking him if he's like, oh he's traveling and all this stuff. And he's like he says, sorry to hear about your wife. We all miss her. And I'm like, because she was your co-worker. Her name was Grace. You knew Grace before you knew Graham, probably, <laughs> or at least knew her better because you worked with her. Right. And he just showed up to get a checkup every once in a while. You know what I mean? I was just like, <laughs> say her name. Yeah. Which sounds, but like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say it later, but yes. It made me it upset. It doesn't make sense for that co-worker to right. not have talked about her specifically, like right. by name. 
by name. Um, and it just brought up old grievances. Well, I mean, really the whole thing for me was just like, I mean, he's here. I've accepted it. It's fine. He is occasionally interesting, he but only be, occasionally. He could be a lot worse. He could be a lot worse. I've, I survived Nardal. Um, <laughs> so like anything, anything right. that doesn't hit that level really is just a win for the show. <laughs> but, but like. I feel like he was the uh, Graham was the butt of the joke a lot this uh, these two episodes and like that's fine because he's you know whatever I don't care uh, <laughs> I'd rather it him than Yaz or Ryan but it did like just remind me that like he's only here because they needed some white dude to appeal to all these white viewers who are mad that everybody else is a woman or a person of color or both like it just. I don't know, maybe it's just because of discourse and like every poll that the Doctor Who tweet Twitters put up, Graham is always like in the lead and in the BGC Slack, we're always just like, can can we can we go vote go in this vote. poll because Graham is winning somehow? Or like he has more than Yaz and Ryan and, and I don't why? know, it's just it's just really it's just really frustrating because I think that um I could have more sympathy and empathy for this character and like dislike him less if the fandom wasn't what the fandom was what the fandom is because like again i get it he's here he's not going anywhere it's cool i'm not gonna see this is the and this is the difference is that like i'm gonna make fun of him sometimes but i'm i'm mostly over it so it's just like whatever i'm not gonna like constantly talk about how annoying graham is and how he doesn't belong need to be here okay on this podcast i might <laughs> but, <laughs> but i mean at least once per episode not like, yeah there are valid issues with Graham, mm -hmm. but at least he is doing, they give him something to do. Like he yeah. isn't, he is, he is there because of, because he's a white dude, but at least he's not there, only there, or he's not just being a white dude on camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. They give him something to do, which Nardal is just being a white dude. <laughs> which is like, we have the doctor. We don't need another one of right, you. Right, right. And so like, I think that's why it frustrates me that he is here because of the way the fans, and I say that term loosely, like dislike Ryan and and Yaz so much. Like you know, I you'll see, just like I know I shouldn't read the comments, but like the, the Doctor Who Twitter, I mean the Doctor Who Instagram posted something and they oh were like God. super ableist and they were like, you know, they were like describing each of the new each of the new companions and when they got the day that they did Ryan's it was like, you know, ex uh, warehouse worker, uh, uh, dyspraxia sufferer. sufferer, and I was like, y'all, 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 <laughs> y'all. So I commented and then a bunch of other people commented after me and eventually they changed it um, without note or comment or whatever. It's fine. Just thought um, that never happened. Yeah, they just like <laughs> pretended it didn't happen. But, um, you know, I ended up seeing some of the comments about Ryan and they're just, I don't know, it's just It's very R Rose Tico, Tyco of Tico. like, he's mm -hmm. just not interesting. It's like, he's not interesting because you're willing him to not be interesting. Right. Like, you're and you're saying like that as a justification, dislike. but like he's clearly interesting. Yeah. He's on the freaking TARDIS. Like he's a companion. Like Nardal's someone was like, this person needs to be removed. And I'm just like, for what? I couldn't be less interested now. Last season I hated, th I lasted three episodes and switched off for good. Blah, 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 blah. Like all the comments 
about the show are so frustrating when they're from that particular side of the fan base. And so that's why seeing Graham and like, they're trying to, you know, make light of it or like make note of it. It's like, we get it. He's a kind of a buffoon and he doubts the doctor a he's lot. The old, he's the old the dude. Old, he's the yeah. Wilfred Ma. And it's like part of his character or whatever. And it's not the worst. Like, again, it could be worse, but it just, it just reminds me every time that they make fun of him. Just like, you could also just not have him here. Right. <laughs> and it's only to appease this particular subset of fans um, who should just shut up? Who should just shut up? Or so don't stop watching. If you really please. hated Ryan and Yaz so much, you, you know what you would do? Stop watching. Yeah. If they were so uninteresting. They're just so uninteresting. You just, like, turned it off. Like, don't comment on right. the, the, the stuff on social media. Like, just quit and go away. Right. So, Or, like, um, tell me what your actual problem is. Because when I was mad about Doctor Who, I had, like, legitimate reasons. So, right. You know. It's fine. Whatever. Um, we'll talk about our boy Ryan later. Um, yes. You know, we have a special segment for that. Um, but this episode, it's interesting because, so last season was like singular episodes, new villains only, new characters. We'd start in fresh. <laughs> and now this season, this, this just these first two episodes, it's like, we mentioned everything. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> like, we shout gonna, out. We're going to mention Torchwood. I was looking online and they were like, they haven't mentioned Torchwood since like season two. <laughs> really? Or like somewhere in the RTD era, like right. They haven't mentioned Torchwood since Jack left. I think they've mentioned Jack before, but they kind of forget that Torchwood exists. <laughs> yeah. They mentioned Torchwood. They mentioned Unit. Missy calls herself, um, Missy also called herself an upgrade. Um, so that's where the doctor got it from. Mm-hmm. Apparently the best enemy line is a third doctor reference. Yeah. Um, the Their little telepathic, again, back to Star Wars. So, uh, who yeah. was it? Was it Amani? I think it was it was Amani. And the Slack was like, this is Ray and <laughs> Kylo. And, and Kylo? I was like, I hate you. <laughs> but they've done contact before. But it, it has been, I think Joy said that it has been... Um, the doctor contacting previous iterations of the doctor. And then one, I think she may have said that like one time, like doctor contacted all of Gallifrey or like all of the time Lords. But that so was they, classic. Yeah. And they, but it was, was a classic like, who like reference. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, Oh, new, new, new thing. <laughs> but then she said, you're not the only one who can do a classic. And I was like, see, I get it. I don't go here, but I get it. I yeah. Like pointing at the screen. Like, Hey, um, the four knocks was a good callback. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wait, is she doing four? Yes, she is. She's doing four. <laughs> um, I was very sad because the doctor pulls a Donna on Ada and Nor. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you had to, you had to bring that one back. You, you had to bring that one back. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. Um, but when they go crash, um, homeboy, uh, Dana Barton's party, she throws on 12's coat. Is it his she coat? Really, she or didn't maybe she flip it, it enough, but it had the red lining. It had the red lining. It was it a blue coat lining. with a red lining with a trench coat, and she should have she should have gave us a flourish. You know, a little flip, just a little flip, a little, just like just a, a peak. Just, I mean, a huge flip. I would have I would have flipped the yeah. fuck out of that coat, but. <laughs> um, You're right. The gold bow tie. If like it we wasn't didn't... his coat, it was close enough to make me be like, uh oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got the bow ties. The gold bow tie, man. Yaz's sparkly sequin jacket. Ryan in a suit. That whole scene. Really, they just rushed us. Ryan in a suit. And then we had Yaz in a suit. 
we had 13 in a suit and we and had Sasha, Sasha in that suit with that, that stubble looking at giving you ass eyes and I was like I'm I am so here actually and I wasn't even here because if you, if you would have asked me in the moment what was happening in like in the plot I was like I don't know Sasha's wearing a suit though I don't know what they're saying I don't know why this matters I know he's in a suit I was I like, it's Casino Royale, I guess. It's Bond. And my brain is just fanficking head cannoning it up. <laughs> I don't know what's going right, on. Right, because he was normal at that time. He was just, oh, like, oh, how's how are you going to come back? <laughs> I was already thinking about their first date. 13 getting jealous. You know Ooh. what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. A whole, like, Yaz, oh, like, Clara Ryan, or uh, Danny Pink situation. I, I had it all going on in my head. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It was great. Um, so part of episode two, I was just like, oh, so we go into the, we in the present and we go into the past. That is, you know, it happens. It happens. It's happened. It happens. But um, not that frequently. Happen. I was like, are they going to go to the future? But they um, go to like the 1800s and meet Ada Lovelace, Ada Gordon Lovelace. Um, and I was like, how has the show not done Ada Lovelace that's, yet? Like, that's, I know. It's just like, ugh, men. <laughs> I was just like, and I know it's still a man doing the show, but I was just like, of course. Like, of course not. Like, she should have been a character, and she's been in some of the, either a book or the audios, um, like, her later self, like, after she's, like, mm-hmm. done the computer stuff. Um, but I was like, it took 12 seasons to get Ada Lovelace? She's like... She's a famous she's white a, lady. She's like, a historical like, figure that is, like, ripe for Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, just kind Computers. of Computers? <laughs> right. Um, I do feel like she's just, in general, gotten an increase in, like, attention in media. Like, she was a character in, I want to say, uh, Victoria. One of mm. those, uh, like, old-timey british crown royal yeah royal period pieces victoria is on masterpiece and i've Mm -hmm. seen the first season so Mm -hmm. i haven't seen the rest of them but i should also starring clara yes Um, i'm behind like a whole season we'll see i'm behind like four but (laughs) um but i believe she was a character on that and then noor inyat khan who is a member of the special operations executive and first never female radio before. operator to be parachuted into a war zone. And I was like, okay. And she existed during World War II and the doctor takes Ada Lovelace by accident because Ada Lovelace hijacked a ride um, <laughs> <laughs> to World War II. Um, and me neither. I haven't heard of her at all, which makes sense because she's brown, um, yeah. you know, and just the whitewashing of history. <laughs> um, so it's like, that's why I was like, Ada feels like she should have been done, but I'm glad they introduced Nora as well. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I but I also part of me was like, I really wish that we could have gotten standalone historicals with them, and yeah. maybe we will. I'm not, it's, you know, it's not they to say could we can't like go yeah. back and like do that, but then it's also going to be mm-hmm. then like they've already met the doctor, so you know, yeah. or maybe they have because she she does do a Donna and um, erases their memories, erases their memories at the end of the episode, but. Um, yeah, I was, like, really excited about Noor, especially. And I, like, mm-hmm. the one thing about Doctor Who that I do love and I was glad to get, because I have, like, needed a a reminder of why I love the show. <laughs> Even with, like, 
all of the things about 13's run that I do genuinely enjoy, I've needed the, like, oh, no, you actually do really fuck with the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah. um, I was excited to have a, like, oh, my God, I learned about someone new who I can then go on Wikipedia and actually find out more about. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. It's always nice when that happens, I think. Mm-hmm. Although I would like to say enough with the Nazi imagery. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm done. I'm that's pretty also, done. Though, that's just a British thing. Yeah. They're very obsessed with that time period. Like, they're yeah. very... And I, mean, I get it, it. It was pretty traumatic for the it country. It was very traumatic but... for them. It's very, like, you know, it's the... I mean, I guess you could say, like, in America, we have a lot of Revolutionary War mm-hmm. stuff and, like... Also over that, founding fathers. <laughs> Yes, also over that as well. But, like, Equally. I think it is one of those, yeah. like, you know, very foundational heightened. cultural yeah, things. Yeah, time periods for them. As a white person, like, your, cultural, your culture is war. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, they were just, like... And I get it. I was like, okay, spot, you know, the the spotlights on the Nazi, on the swastika once. Cool. But they just kept doing it. And then they were standing up there. The doctor and the master were standing up there. I was just like, Ugh. okay. And you made this, this point, And I think that it's like worth like noting. It's like the colorblind casting of the, it's like. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess, but it's also, it's not colorblind it's so, casting. It's so complicated. Because they were very intentional about yes. casting yes. the master. Yes. It's very much a, I don't see color. It's that thing. It's like yeah. black, re- like everyone is equal. Like <laughs> give me my like liberal cookies <laughs> of, you know what I mean? Cause it's not, yeah. cause at, yeah, the, yeah. at the same, on the, on both sides on one hand, they would, like, I think Chris Chibnall would very much be like, we were very intentionally looking to not cast a white, a cis white man for the master again. I agree. Um, But then in doing, in in not casting a cis white man, (laughs) they didn't change the way they wrote these episodes. Right, and that's where I was really going with that comment that I made on Twitter and was talking about in the Slack, because it's like, it's so complicated for me, just because it is, I'm so glad that they cast this South Asian man to play the master, and it's really great. Especially and it's this cool. South Asian. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Especially I'm stop, this I'm one. No, you're right. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> but and it's and it's not even like a thing that I know that I don't know how they could change it because that's a thing we've talked about before too. Um, like when we talk about Harry Potter issues and stuff like that, where they cast a person of color and then they're like. They, let's just write, keep the story the same. I think that they were careful in how they did this because obviously the master has like cloaked himself in, in, in the Nazi party and is like a soldier or like a general or whatever. And the, they pointed out, they're like, you're not exactly the prototype for like this, <laughs> for their Aryan race. And he's just like, oh, facial perception filter, whatever. Cool, whatever, that's fine. That worked for me. That was okay. But the part that I cringed at, and again, I'm like, there's no, there's not really a thing that I know that they could have done otherwise. Um, and it makes sense 
in character but just it's so cringy just because he is brown just like that image of a white lady like taking his filter off just like sonicking his face or whatever and then he's like surrounded by nazis who are like gonna kill him and obviously they don't somehow which also i'm just like really (laughs) he just like lives in a prison for 77 years or like he escapes and then whatever like they would have just killed him on the spot but okay um and so that's just the one moment where I was just like, oh, and I did see some commentary on Twitter how awkward it is. Um, they use different words um, to have a brown guy be on a plane and like trying to blow it up with a bomb like that, you know, that kind of thing. And so it's this weird position so... that I'm in because so I'm like, I... I don't I the one didn't bother me like the plane thing didn't bother me. But then the image of the Nazis did. And maybe it's just because there's so many Nazis these days. Um but it's like, I'd rather they have this brown person and like, what else, what, what, what else? I don't know. I just want, I do think what you were saying, Robin, is that they were very intentional about casting him and they do make all the appropriate references. Like this is a, this is what it is. Like he's, he's not white. <laughs> um, but there are just certain little things that they over, like, I don't know, like overlooked or or couldn't get, get themselves out of in time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and I think, like, I was so wrapped up. So I watched part one twice, because um, I watched it right before part two aired. I was so wrapped up in him and the reveal that he was the master that yes. I didn't even get right. the plain reference until the yes. second time. And I was like, yo. And, yeah. like, they cannot obviously predict the future and what, and also they're not, American, so they don't yeah. know what we're currently. And they filmed it like, like ten months ago, like right. several months ago. The mm-hmm. current shit that we are in in this yeah. moment, but they can and they do have Brexit happening and all mm-hmm. of the shit that like South Asian and Brown people go through in Britain. Yeah. Um, it's 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 similar. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have the nine eleven of it all, but they do because they were also very highly affected because Britain was like our one of our only allies to go to Iraq. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so that nine eleven does play a role in their cultural stuff, and it's just it's just so easily avoidable. Like, yeah. Barton Singh didn't need to be planes. It could have been boats. Because also, like, I think she was like, what black dude? And I want to also give them the moment of, um, in part one, there's Yaz, Ryan, and Barton. Like, Yaz and Ryan are interviewing Barton. Mm -hmm. And there are three people of color in the scene. Um, And they're, like, Barton talks about being the only person of color in, like, the school that he grew up in and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, what that, and having mentors and all that stuff. But, like, doesn't really go into it like it's not yeah a scene focused on like the oppression of you know mm-hmm. or the yeah. or the crap that they have to deal with like they acknowledge it in that one line but it's not the sole focus of that scene mm-hmm. it's um, like they're actually people and like it's, have, just, it's yeah, just like a like way that he three... would talk at other people of color and i was thinking about it like he wouldn't have said that if the doctor were in the room in my opinion. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, I give them... So it's like, yeah, we can give you cookies for that. But, um, or I don't know. Should we give you cookies for just doing want, the yeah. thing? I don't want to. Just, Let's yeah. just say no. <laughs> no. Um, we can acknowledge that they did that thing. Acknowledge, yeah. That uh-huh. other people would want cookies for, but you shouldn't get cookies for. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, like, 
you, so we can have like both of those things, right? Like you can do something like that. You can write that scene and still have the blinders of like writing mm -hmm. the scene with the master. And it's like, yeah, comes down to having people in the room. Yeah, yeah. And and having like again, because I'm like eh, rich black guy. I don't know. I just feel like. <laughs> I was like, would planes. he have become the most powerful person in Silicon Valley? Would he? That one, that first off. But like, okay, Silicon we'll Valley is so racist, guys. Then, <laughs> it's fictional world. It's a fictional world. It's a fictional Fine. world. But also, like, do you know how much, like, shit you have to go through to be a pilot? Like, how many? Like, you, I'm just thinking about, like, driving while black is such a, like, Oh, uh-huh. Shitty thing. Yeah. And, like, you know all the agencies that you have to deal with to be a pilot and have all these planes? And I feel like his, like, hobby would have been something else. <laughs> Fair. He would have collected something else. <laughs> like, boats? I don't know. I still think boats would be too much, too. I'm just, like... Yeah. The free travel transit of a person of color with means. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't buy it. Yeah, so, like, also the, the fact lines. that, like, the master is, like, flying a Barton plane and blowing it up. It's just, like, and then the guy, and then in part two, the, the I, I found this to be kind of true. The guy working the runway feels the need to be, like, we've talked about this. You could at least give us a heads up. I'm, like, <laughs> bitch, you make 15, like, meh, you make $22 an hour. You're not talking to Bill Gates this he's way. He's also still your boss. Like, right. right. He's, like, he still owns the place. <laughs> storm off like you're not talking yeah like so i just yeah i just feel like it there have been advancements and there are places <laughs> that they could blind spots be better at and it's yeah. hard because i also don't want to be like well you can't ever cast a person of color as a villain because then everything that they do looks racist <laughs> like i don't want that to because i can already see people like making that like counter counter argument like the devil's advocate or whatever yeah. um and i do think people of color should absolutely be able to play the villain and like do bad things and have and face consequences and so i think that's where the it's very complicated for me and where the line yeah rests. And i think that like sasha as the master like in part two, does a lot of really interesting villainous things mm -hmm. that do not have that. It's yeah, also just about right. like what the imagery that you're evoking yeah. at that moment supersedes right. like, oh, he's like, a villain. And, he like, just like takes the tiny compressor thing and like makes people tiny and I guess kills them. And that's yeah. awful and bad, but it doesn't have like real world like triggering, <laughs> triggering <Yeah>. imagery. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And so it's yeah. just like, yeah, he could have, you know, had a miniature, like the mini shrink ray gun and shrunk the plane and put it in his I don't know. Yeah. Like, like he could have done something else. There might have been something. Um, but yeah, I think that those, mm, we're getting there. Are we getting there? I hope we're getting there. We might be getting, I don't know. Cause I, I was going to talk about this later, but it kind of goes with all this stuff right now. Um, in that, so Barton kills his mom. Yeah. And I'm just like, so again, he's a bad guy, a villainous dude who should be able to be villainous. But to your point, there are just certain things that don't look good. But also, like, the scene wasn't really necessary, in my opinion. Like, she just, we, he hasn't mentioned his mother at all this whole time. Like, he had a whole conversation with Ryan and Yaz. Maybe something got cut. 
So he alludes to his mom in that conversation with Yaz, um, but not in a way in which she he can never gain her approval and she's very tough, you know what I mean? Like, it was more like, you know, my mom can't believe I'm here. You know, like, you would have thought that she would have been a supportive and proud mom who get, who sa maybe sacrificed to get him to where he needed to go because he does make that point about, like, being the only one in these schools. So I'm mm -hmm. thinking, like, he's, goes, he's able to go to a privileged school or he's able yeah. to, you know what I mean, like, do these things and be... Yeah. And, like, have, have the technology. To spaces. Uh -huh. Yeah. To then turn it around and then all of a sudden he's like, you know, all I wanted was for you to say good job, like... And to be, I don't know, like, have mommy issues in that way was just... It came out of and, nowhere. And it was out of nowhere. And, like, yeah, he's, like, entitled to have mommy issues. People are entitled to their mommy issues. It's cool, whatever. But, like... It, it, yeah, it's just, like... It's not... It's less about Barton's relationship with her as opposed to, like, the last time we saw a black women of that age yep they were killed absolutely unnecessarily absolutely. and then this time they're killed unnecessarily and like they're always these like strong like Tough. steel women mm -hmm. and like i'm sorry but if my son is has me tied up to a chair and like is trying to i'm scared and i'm crying <laughs> and i'm and i'm vulnerable yeah i'm not like sitting there with like you know, nerves of steel as like, right. I'm like confused like, at the very least. She was not right. even confused. <laughs> right. Like, why am I in this like airline hangar tied to this? Like, what are you tied? doing? Like she would yell at him because right. I also I'm curious as to what <sighs> it's just weird. Like Chris Chibnall wrote this episode. So it's just like, you know, he's a white dude. And she, I couldn't tell if there was like a immigrant, story there um in the way that like you know like caribbean or or whatever um or of african like direct african descent um mm -hmm. like immigrated to like i couldn't tell if that's what it was um but it just that all that kind of thing also informs characters and like how they would react relate to each other and like i think that it could have been fine if one they'd introduced any of that earlier when they could have like in the proper way and then yeah like this is the second black woman to be killed this way and really the third because bill was right before that um what, right <laughs> and so Still it's mad just about it. it's just a lot of layers stacked on top of each other and i also think the scene was literally unnecessary like he didn't we didn't need to see him do this and she didn't like she wasn't like the he wasn't the power bank the villain right doing this and she didn't like provide them with this necessary like piece of information like she he just sacrificed her it's not like she was the key or the final and he, like, says she's the first, but it doesn't provide them any power or, like, give him any, like, extra incentive or, like, extra power over them or with them. He just has her killed. And I was just like, but why? Like, they literally introduce a whole new character in, like, the second half of this two-parter, and then they kill her off for no reason. Yeah. They could have just cut that scene entirely because it really just made me annoyed. <laughs> and, I, and I think it's, you know... In otherwise a great episode. Great set In otherwise episodes. a great episode. Same with um, 
the fall from Earth or what the, yeah, the Grace the episode. It's like an otherwise yeah. great episode until they yeah. do the thing. Yeah. Um, or until the countdown of they're going to do the mm-hmm. thing. Because, like, everything from that moment on when you realize <laughs> what's going to happen to Grace, you're just pissed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it, it is... Doctor Who is this very weird show where you want to give each new showrunner this, like, blank slate, but you can't, mm. right? Like, Chibnall didn't write what happened to Bill, but he needs to be aware of what happened to Bill, what happened yeah. to, like, Martha. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you have to be aware of, like, the history of what this show has done, especially because it has such a long history that when and you're taking over... Especially when you're trying to, like, break... Like, I do think, like, unlike Moffat, like, Chibnall, I do think is trying to break a lot of that stuff. Yes. But it's just so, it's honestly so much of it, where it's like, I guess he can only do so much at a time. But also, like you're saying, like, he has to, like, reckon with the, you just have to look at it a new, with different eyes. Like, you have to do, write it, do the thing, do your process, but then look at it again with this other perspective of, like, if I were... I don't know. I don't want it to be like if Chibnall looks at it and is like, if I were a black woman, how would I feel about this? But like, I don't know. Empathy, like you should. Yeah, it's though. just I think yeah. He, I think yes. I think yes, he should, and you should, and every human being should go through their life thinking, if I am this person, how, or if I am doing something that's going to affect another human being, how, how would I feel, I feel like, in their shoes? Yeah, if I were that human being. If I were that human being, that is just empathy. Yeah, and, and and I think that Chibnall is trying to like have a more diverse and mm-hmm. not diverse. I don't like that word anymore. A more <laughs> representative show. But if yeah. you're going to be representative and if you're going to like have like put equity in the center of like what you're trying to do, then you then empathy very much needs to be in there because. Yeah. It, it, it is, uh, you know, representation is not enough. I believe someone smart wrote something about that. <laughs> um, but it is that, and it is also, I'm trying to tear down these blocks or mend these fences that this show over 50 years has, like, mm-hmm. created. Yeah. So I need to also, like, in every patch that I'm making, I need to understand that wound that I'm patching up. Yeah. You know? It, it, it's more work. Yeah. Sorry. But that's the <laughs> job. You know? Sorry, like, not sorry. You... Like, that is the job. That is the job in telling stories that are, like, all stories should be able to be universal, but especially a show that has become a universal show. And, and, I, and, I, yeah. do, and I do, like, grapple with this a lot with, not only Doctor Who, obviously, I watch a lot of British television. <laughs> um, I the first you mentioned it. Yeah. I grapple with this a lot in, like, all of the media that I watch, which is, like, how much of my sensibilities am I mm-hmm. bringing to this that they just don't have and I shouldn't expect them to have. And that's also an right. empathetic, like, empathy, too, of, like, yeah. this is, my culture is not your culture, and so you, I, I might have wounds. I mm-hmm. Right. Like, but, how much of our perspective are they even hearing? Like, where would they get it from? That's another right. thing I think about. It's like, they see all these people commenting on the Instagram pages or the Twitter pages, but people like us aren't doing that. And so it's like, where are they getting our perspective? But we are. Yeah. They just have to stay up eight hours later. Like, you know, it's just <laughs> sure. an eight-hour yes. delay. But, yeah. like, Doctor Who specifically 
is a global show now, and they know that. Or they wouldn't, mm-hmm. if, if they if they didn't, they wouldn't be at all the Comic-Cons. They wouldn't mm-hmm. be... They were in New York last night. Right, <laughs> right. They wouldn't be making these, like, they were very intentionally, like, oh, we are breaking in to the American market. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I hate that, I hate being American-centric. <laughs> but... It's a big audience, man. Pocketbook wise. Yep, it's a big audience. It's a big audience. We have and lots you want of our coins. Some money. <laughs> Overall, right? there are people who have lots of money. I do not, but <laughs> But all of us together. Yeah. All of us to, all of our little coins together. Yeah. It's a lot it's giving them a lot more than you know, the British coins alone. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, yeah, we can expect a little bit more or we should expect a little bit more thought. They shouldn't change. And it, you know, if they went completely, um, if they completely Americanize the show, it's like, I think they kind of tried to do that with the movie, which I still have never finished. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be the same. They shouldn't yeah, change the core of the show. But you do have to kind of think about a global audience. It's, it's the J.K. Rowling thing as well. Yeah. It's like, you, ha- you now have a global audience and you need to be aware of it. Especially when they're, also trying to break that thing of like the show only takes place in space time and whales um (laughs) so like very clearly like they were in the ivory coast and well you know some of the characters were um and san francisco and all this stuff so it's like they're also trying to yeah they were in australia they're trying to diversify literally physically the locations in which they are not only filming because i believe they were filming a lot of that stuff in south africa um but also, like, where the show takes place because they also know that the show has a reputation and, like, gets, you know, crapped on a little bit for, like, only taking place in three places. And so when you do move the characters around like that, like, Barton was literally a person who clearly has some sort of immigration story or, you know, capture story in his history from Africa to Britain. And then he moved away from his parents to go to Silicon Valley in San, like to go to San Francisco. And like there's that type of person has a relationship to their parent and to their mother that like uh, just a little bit more. If you're going to include that scene, which I think it was unnecessary altogether, it could have been more nuanced in that like in how she reacted to him in what he was saying to her and his motivations in killing her and how like unbothered she was about it (laughs) yeah because if it was if 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 there if the issues that their relationship stemmed from him moving away and that's like a kind of a first generation that's exactly what i was thinking like a lot of that felt like a very first generation conversation but they didn't go there because chipnell doesn't know And then so, it's just funny that they have these two things and like they have, uh, you know, this character say I'm the only one non-white person. It's like a rare reference in the show of like that non-white people exist. Not that they haven't had them, but like for someone to even talk about it is something the show hasn't really done before. their experience. <laughs> right. And it's something the show hasn't really done before. And then to have this other scene where it's in for me, it's the opposite of like, oh, this was a bad scene that. They did. And then for everyone to have been so bad at Lenny Henry for just saying the show hasn't done that well with race in the past, it didn't do it that well with race in this episode. <laughs> it like it there there are miles of improvement, but when you're improving on like two, really? 
you know? I mean, and that was, and, you know, I don't want to go all in because you can, like, see our, like, I went, I, I signed into We Black and Nerds and went all in <laughs> when and it was happening. we move on to Ryan on Twitter. after but, like, Lance yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I think that, like, that is also a very important thing that we will have to continue to tackle throughout the Chibnall era and beyond, which is people wanting acknowledgement that they're trying and not being enough, as opposed to like, where is your starting point? Like, well, <laughs> yeah. we've, we've improved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it took you 50 years to even try to begin to improve. And right. then nine, well, no, we're in season 12, 11 years, like 50 years, you weren't even, improvement wasn't even on your radar. <laughs> Not at all. At all. And you it's like, even, oh, we found black people. Let's start right. the new series with black people. It's just like, that's just out of base. That's just base. we're not going to like, and we're not putting them in black. You know, like, like, yeah. M- it's Mickey like we're starting black, at, you know, They were starting at zero and then Moffat showed up and he was just like, let me just move this down to negative five. So really right. we're at negative five. We weren't even at zero anymore because RTD's like representation of black people and like people of color was slightly better, which again, at zero. <laughs> but right. then Moffat was just like, I haven't heard of those. I haven't heard of black people. Oh, wait, and, I have heard of black people, but I'm going to kill her off at the I'm end gonna, of the season. I'm going to shoot her in the chest. Right. And so, yeah, it's it's like there's improvement, but I think we're still at like one. Zero or one still, because we had and to we, we we're move we're from where we like, were with Moffat. <laughs> right, and we're getting a lot of pushback in terms of like, oh, it's 2020 and everyone wants to be woke. And it's like, but you're still not woke. Right, like... Honestly, it's only like, like mid in terms of like actually talking about wokeness or like being politically correct or whatever. Like all the stuff like, ugh, I don't want to watch. This. Like, again, some of the comments I've seen, it's just like, oh, it's too PC. And it's just like, oh, every character is a diverse character because it's diversity and not because they're talented or whatever. And it's just like, well, first of all, shut up. Second of all, like they honestly aren't even going where they could with with it. You know, like they're 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 miles behind where they could go. And honestly, the idea of 13 and and Yaz being a thing at all. I'm just like, are they going to go there? Because that is one of the one of the ways in which it would be like, oh, okay, now you're maybe trying, (laughs) you know, because like that's something that I think is in terms of this show. Not that wild that. Yeah. How old is the doctor at this point? Absolutely. Like 1200. 1500 years old 1500 year old person who can who has been a man and a woman and a whatever (laughs) a man or not the whatever but (laughs) who has been a man and a woman and has loved and lost and has had children and like we they mentioned it with jack like in the rtd era like once you reach the certain age and you've been live in europe 15th century whatever like or not like 50th century, whatever, like binary, like attraction right. doesn't exist anymore. Uh-huh. Um, you travel in time and space and you've seen all these different like species, like right. things get, like, there's you not know? two of anything. <laughs> right. Things get gray. We're no longer binary. So in the context of, and the what premise of this, this show, show has ex- already established. Yeah. And, and 13 being a thing is not a thing. 
You're right. It actually is pretty tame, especially it's after so Jack. Tame. <laughs> right. Yeah, especially after Jack. You're right. So, so shut it's up. like everyone's so mad, and it's just like this is all still 101. This is all still like the first day of your 101 class. Yeah. Anyway. Ryan rants. <laughs> Ryan rants and raves. And raves. Um, I mean, yeah. I, again, like the new our like fam doesn't get too much like new information, but um, Ryan plays basketball. He has friends. He has like a so social life. Confidence now. Yeah, um, like he misses the shot and he's like mad at he himself like, about it. Yeah, but and like I, you you playing basketball, bro? What like you, you out here? You, <laughs> you out here? Out, you out here? Um, That's great. I was just I like, Bayana, you're gonna want to tune into this episode. <laughs> um, so this is also kind of a, a little Bayana thing. I was like, ooh, Ryan got friends, and she was like, ooh, and they cute, <laughs> which they were, you know. Um, but I also feel like <laughs> the the master reveal, mm-hmm. and he's like. Um, I said, look for the spy master, or should I say the spy master? master. And Ryan was like, master. master. Like that look on his face. That's a Ryan rave, rant and rave or whatever. That's what I yeah. was raving about it. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. And him yelling in the car. It was in the trailer. It was in the trailer. And then I was just like, oh my gosh, Ryan. And then it happened in the episode. I was like, okay, it's still as gold as it was in context as it was out of context. Because he's just like wailing. Cars. It's like being Kingsmaned throughout London. I was just like, Ryan, you dork. Him and Graham, um, like, with the spy tools. Him, him geeking out over the spy tools, him being nervous about going undercover. Oh, my gosh. Like, bro. Which I don't want to spoil the, the thing because it's in the quotes, but is it in the quotes? We can move it. Um, But him just being like... Um, I appreciated it because... I look nothing like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> My name is Logan, but I look nothing like Hugh Jackman. It's just like, Ryan! You precious, precious bean. He's so precious. And then it was really funny because he had all these excuses for why he's not been around. Appendicitis, a hernia, a detached, a detached retina. retina. Bro. Bro. You would have an eye patch on. <laughs> How long does it take for you to heal and detach? There will be visible changes, right? Your, your retina doesn't just detach and then you come back a month later like, what up? But it reminded me, and you don't go here, but Delia does. And I was just like, Delia, this is Inuyasha because Kago, and which is also a show about time travel, Kagome would go, you know, she's living in present day Tokyo and she has to go to the past to like put together the things she broke. And, uh, Always she would come back to school and she's like, yeah, I had the flu. It's never like I had the flu because she's been <laughs> sick too often and she used that excuse already. So her grandfather's like, yeah, she had tuberculosis or something like really just <laughs> extreme. And it's just like, that's that's not how this. No, no. <laughs> but then it's just like, OK, but she's chron- like literally chronically ill with every illness ever, just ever. Just like, literally all of them. Do you have just like, just you like have Web MD, Doctor House MD could not solve this problem because no. it's literally all of them. <laughs> and that's where Ryan is right now. He's just like, yeah, I have every problem. Which is hilarious because like dyspraxia seems like it would be rife with injuries. <laughs> I would... fell down the stairs. Right. I broke a bo- I broke a toe. 
I broke my foot. And it all comes it's, back to dyspraxia. But he's like, nah, man, appendicitis, no, a hernia. A detached like, retina. A detached how? But like, did retina. you, you have to explain how. <laughs> I really feel like you have to explain how. Um, but yeah, the dyspraxia, like they mentioned it a couple times, but it doesn't really play a role. And so I'm curious, like... Invisible I really illnesses. I'm annoyed by the dyspraxia storyline for Ryan. Yeah, I'm it trying feels, to talking about like shoehorning in representation. Yeah, that one definitely feels that way. Because it's like there are ways to display like physical, um, like I don't know. It's like. I don't remember the word for it, but um, it's just, there are people... Physical disability? Yeah, it's just like there are people who have invisible illnesses, and I think that's important to show, but they chose one that people have and affects them very realely, but I don't, it doesn't, my, my understanding of it and like how people like kind of talk about it when they're like, yay, dyspraxia rep... It, do, it feels like it's not being used at all. And so I'm trying to figure out, like, how much sh- should it exist? You know, like, how much should it be there? Because it's like, I don't want it I mean, to be like, he has this problem and it bothers him all the time. But it also doesn't seem to affect anything. And so right, there and has to be some sort of, like... Dyspraxia, but I feel like when you're running to chase a plane, tripping might be a thing. Right. Like because he, he can't like ride a bike. show him getting on the plane. It's just like... Right, because he can't ride a bike. The doctor gets on, Yaz gets on, and then, like, we're trying to get the O on. And it's like, well... Yeah. If Ryan has... Dis- like, that would be a good time... Right, for it to for even... Or at least come up. Come up, yeah. And so that's the part that I find tricky because I'm like, well, I'm sure that there are people with dyspraxia who it doesn't bother them or like it wouldn't in that moment or whatever and I don't want to say like why did they choose you know choose a different invisible illness if that's the point or like the version of representation you want to make because I was it Chibnall who's like maybe his nephew has it yeah or something so like yeah I don't know it's just like for me it would an be an interesting that, like, choice it because show it up all has the time it, but like yeah. so like I have a panic disorder yeah and one of the things about panic, and I've like talked about this before, is like when you get panic attacks or anxiety attacks, you have a lot of anxiety about when the next attack is going to happen, whether mm. or not it happens. Right. And I feel like that's a way that, like, I, I don't know, because I don't know uh, people with dyspraxia, I don't know how they deal, but I feel like yeah. showing the anxiety of I'm traveling with you and there are all of these ways in which mm-hmm. this, like, Thing that I have could affect this could affect my safety not yeah. your safety like am I gonna be able even going undercover like am I gonna blow the cover somehow mm-hmm. like that anxiety and like having it better named yeah I think but I again I don't know but I just feel like it's one of those things with Ryan that I'm like I don't know don't go on Instagram talking about dyspraxia sufferer and then we just don't <laughs> we yeah. haven't really seen it yeah, exactly. Because like, he doesn't suffer it, but, from it, any part. Like, he doesn't really suffer from it, except that he can't ride a bike. Yeah. According to what they've presented to us, anyway. Um, 
So if you know more, listener, um, and feel like it's good rep or bad rep, let us know. What are ways in which the show could be doing this better? Because I certainly don't know, but I feel like it's not being used yeah, I in mean, the way I that it the could one thing about or should having... be for how big a deal they're making of it <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I think one of the things about having rep like that is like, Chibnall said that he wanted to bring awareness mm-hmm. about this disease. I don't feel like I don't know anything more yeah, about it, <laughs> except yeah. for the fact that they announced that he had it and he can't ride a bike. Yeah. And I feel like, as someone who watches the show, I should I I want to have a better like a more realistic understanding of what it is beyond like what they yeah. said and like cursory wikipedia mm-hmm. search of what it especially is. because if they'd chosen some other uh disability i think a lot of them would have somehow affected his time on the tardis and like literally running from monsters and stuff or at least like affected how he got to where he is now like the fact that he plays call of duty like that's a game people play but like you know people I don't know, like, is it a thing that he played because of the dyspraxia? Like, he can't play outside, so he played video games. Like, something small. Like, there are ways to include it where it's small, and it's not, like, his whole life, but also where I feel like there's actually a purpose to them naming him having it. But, again, if you, the listener, know any better, let us know, because obviously we want to be talking about it correctly. All right, quotes from the Taurus? Yeah. I've read the files. Do you want to do Lenny Henry? Uh, You sure? So you want to do the first one? My only thing that we didn't really talk about with Daniel Barton was that he has Stormtrooper aim, and I don't think that that's like... (laughs) But like... It really bothered me that he was shooting and actually hitting... The motorcycles or the bikes, and, not and they them were ricocheting off, <laughs> but none of the none of the bullets ricocheted and hit someone. No, not at all. He definitely a stormtrooper. Aim. It was the worst. I'm just like, it why was... do you even have a gun? Also, also, I just remembered he like pointed the gun out the window, and his glee when he was shooting them. I was just like, what is wrong with you? Because he's British in America, and he's like, who would have thought? <laughs> I get to be shooting. You're right. Oh, they just that's, let everyone have guns here? That's what Crazy. it is. Yeah. Whoa. I was like, there's something weird about this. And I was like, it's not that the, he has a gun because they've had guns on the show before. The doctor doesn't like guns. Like, that's a thing. But now that you've mentioned it, it's because it was a human, like a, a, a person who had a gun because he's in America. Yeah. That's what it was. People I was like, like there's something, there's something weird about this. There's something off about this. He pulled out the gun and I was just like, a gun? But it's because, because usually Britain, guns on the like, show... He'd have been chucking knives at them. <laughs> because usually on the show, people with guns are military. Yep. Or like unit, or like law enforcement of some sort. Yeah, you can't just be out here getting guns wow. in anywhere else besides our trash country. That's what it was. It's like, there's something weird here. <laughs> okay, quotes from the TARDIS. I've read the files. The doctor is a man. I've had an upgrade. Hi! Our Love cute little, it. Our cute little hi. 
Um, and as we mentioned before, she stole that line from Missy, which is fun because this episode, there are several moments in the episode where it's just like, oh, you were telling us this whole time. Like Stephen Fry gets shot and he says, oh, on his, on his deathbed. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh. It was oh. Yeah. Okay. It was oh. It was so. It was so. Oh. Um, combination of an inspiring computer science teacher and being one of the only non-white faces at my school, I spent a lot of time in my room, in my bedroom, with my computer. Which, as I'm reading it, that's what she said. <laughs> Get a girlfriend, Jeff. <laughs> but when also- he said it, I was like, look at this. When I said it, it was like, ew. Spent a lot of time in your bedroom and on your computer. Okay. Yikes. Didn't need to know about it. <laughs> also, that's like what a real really been a real good time to mention his mama that he has a problem with and wants to kill. Apparently. Right. Apparently. <laughs> um, so these are quotes from Bayana. Um, and that's just because like the quotes themselves, fine. I wouldn't have written them down. But her commentary next to me, I was like, good Lord. Okay, so you just really want to be on Tarbis without being on Tarbis. I get it. Um, so Yaz says about Barton, only 93% human. What's the other 7%? Bayana answered, that bitch. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, oh, Lizzo. wait. Oh, that's another Bayana one that I mentioned, mentioned earlier because we didn't really talk about it. Um we just, of course, from the TARDIS is just fractured today. Um, but so the, the thing with the, the master, he raised Gallifrey down to the ground because they, the, the timeless child, whatever that means. Um, oh, right, right. But Piana wrote on the Slack, she was just like, Gallifrey falls some more. <laughs> no more. Some more. Some a more. Bit more. Just a little a bit, bit more. more. A little bit more. <laughs> Gallifrey. I have a Gallifrey falls no more shirt that I'm now going to have to change to. <laughs> It's just like Gallifrey um, does fall. Sorry. Yeah. So when we were in the outback and then the alien lights come, Bayana goes, Yeehaw, aliens. <laughs> and that's for you, Delia. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then these two belong together. Because they just work together. I'd be a great spy. I'd just blend in. And Bayana said, because you're white. Or is he just here for running commentary? And then Bayana says, and because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Truth. Facts. Speaking truth to power. Oh. All right. So thank you guys. Um, we didn't do two hours, but, you know, we got close. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We got to cut out Luna. So check us out at blackgirlscrate.org. And follow us on social media at We Black and Nerds. I'm at Robin underscore Ravenclaw. That's Robin with a Y. Connie, our media superstar, is at Constar24. And use the hashtag Tarbis so we can, you know, get your thoughts on the episode, your thoughts on the season, your thoughts on O, 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 O. Oh, my. Sasha. <laughs> Woo. You can also join our Slack or you have can't cha- a channel dedicated to conversations about Doctor Who. Currently, it is mostly about Sasha. That's fine. It's fine. Uh, you Currently can also, or for the rest of time. Yeah, just like for the next at least 10 weeks. Um, <laughs> you can rate and review us on iTunes and where podcasts are found. 
Tarbis is a part of Hard Knock Media. We've joined the Nerds of Color podcast network, including the podcast Hard Knock Life, Southern Fried Asian, DC TV Classics, Ask By Girls, Desi Geek Girls. We're not all ninjas in that moment. You can check us out. Check out all of these podcasts at hardknockmedia.com. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week for Orphan 55. Something about like a tranquility planet. And then things go wrong because it's Doctor Who. I would never. Like if the doctor says, do you want to like have some chill time? <laughs> it never after, goes After well. midnight? Well, mid- Donna was fine. Donna was fine. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, really... I guess, doctor, I would love to go have some chill time. You go over there and I'll exactly. stay over here. Exactly. All right. Until then. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Black girls have the box.